0: Thank you for tuning in to Get More in Life Relationship Talk with your host and Triana e. Stone, the love advocate. Tune in bi-weekly on Wednesday for our latest topics. And don't forget to invite a friend. And keep in mind, you can message me right here on this platform. And I welcome you to be a guest. Visit GetMoreInLifeCoaching.com For more details Thanks for listening Thank you for listening Um, Today we're going to talk about The polluter The one that defiles The relationship And the relationship that I'm speaking of today Would be a marriage I'm speaking about the marriage Because these two people have already made a commitment to each other saying that for the rest of my life I want to be with you there's no other but you no one else can stand up against the love that I have for you where you are I am with you but then they turn around and say babe or honey i see you later and then they're going off to be with another woman or a man these are people that were not ready to be married in the beginning, but yet they said, I do. So what influenced them to commit at that time? Did they take it serious? Or was it just fun and games? Or was it because during the time in their life they felt They couldn't let that person get away from them because who else would be there for them? So they had a a lack of self-esteem. But why people cheat, I'll say I'm talking about a marriage, why adultery is committed in a marriage, no one never knows except the ones that are committing it. So this takes us back to the biblical days. I remember reading the story of Esther when the Queen Vashti was entertaining the women of the land, all the dignitary women of the land, and the men, well, King Xerxes, the king, was entertained. They had a big banquet, a big celebration, a week long. So the men had gotten drunk from drinking wine, and King Xerxes, he sent his servant to go get Vashti. Go bring Vashti here. I want to show her beauty. But Vashti refused. She said, I'm not, hey, I'm not going. I'm having a party also. I can't leave. And because she did not come right then, the king was embarrassed and he consulted the men at the party with him. What must I do? She refused to come. And the men were saying, hey, 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 we not, we, you know, we cannot have this happen if you don't do something today, right now, the other women would disrespect us. We won't have any authority over them because they think they, that they can rule us. So, what happened? The king puts Vashti out of the land, not to be seen or heard of anymore, just because she refused to come. And then he went on the prowl looking for another beautiful young queen, which became Esther. Now, buy my book, Pole Date of Soulmate, because I tell the story about Esther in the modern day, today's time. So, my question to you, do you think adultery will end anytime soon? No, but a simple fact, going back to them biblical days, God destroyed the earth because men were sleeping around with their sisters, their mamas, some of their daddies, and all the women that they were attracted to because they were so beautiful to them. And they they didn't know what to do because they had this urgency for sex. Come here, woman. Or the woman, hey, I like the way he looked. Just imagine going up against Samson and how Delilah was able to find his secret. And after finding out his secret, she gave it to the guards and they broke Samson down. So we must remember that everyone is not marriage material. We were all created for certain things in life. You have people that don't know what love is. They don't know how to love. They've never been loved. And just because someone oh, Well, I can't say make love to you. That's the term they use. It's not love. Relationship is more than being sexual. Relationship is making love to the mind. And it's about securing your soul to let you know that, hey, I am here and we are one. Because although there are many members to the body... The body has many members and it still makes up one body. So therefore, when you hurt someone in the marriage because you bought in a third party being an adulterer, that defiles the marriage. And I don't care what you do, what you buy, it would never be the same because being human... With the mind, you never forget. You may forgive, but you never forget. And it's not the same anymore. I have not been in a relationship where I've been uh, uh, cheated on. But I cannot imagine it being the same as it was prior to being cheated on. And as a woman, you have women, just because your husband went out and slept with another woman, you don't retaliate by going out sleeping with another man. You are no better than he is. Because can't nobody make you do what you don't want to do, but what's already in you will come out. That's not how you settle things in a marriage. You have to really talk about those things. You have to understand who that person is. You have to understand, more importantly, who you are. And, but what's the most important, you can't change man. And man cannot change woman. And the best things to do, what I highly recommend, is find change within yourself. And you must understand that some marriages are forced together. You ever made, you ever uh, uh, took a puzzle and looked at all the pieces and you saw several several areas that was um, empty that a piece with the same shape look as though it fit in. And then you try to fit that piece into that section. It's like, oh, that fit. But then you notice it was buckling up and there's some um, light coming through the seams. And you realize, hmm, I thought that fit. It's the same just because you're laughing and talking and having fun and doing things. It doesn't mean that's your husband. Just because you can get into it does not mean it fits. Some things in life we have to learn to walk away from because once we force ourselves into a relationship, oh number one by proposing to a man a woman proposing to a man that's not willing to make the commitment right then, but just for the joy of it. And just for her, saying, uh, uh, going to his boys and his boys massaging his back. Hey man, you don't have said that woman that got down on her knees. They actually, I believe they're laughing at you. I believe it's a joke. And I would like to ask anyone out there that has proposed to a man. I want to know how's your marriage? Are you still married? And how do you feel? Are you the one paying all the bills in the house? Not saying that's what a husband does, but I just want to know what is your stance in the marriage? And what is that man doing that you married, that you proposed to, that you were too excited thinking that, oh, I got one, I'm gonna mar- marry him, I wanna get married. That's where adultery comes in, honey. When they're not ready, when the man is ready, he's gonna ask you to be his wife. Will you marry me? And women mature faster than men. I would prefer for a man to propose to me than me getting down on my knees proposing to him. I think it shows a sign of desperation. It shows a sign, is I'm, I'm going to get you, he's good to me, I'm not going to let him go. I just want to know how those marriages work out. Because that's what, ta- patience is a virtue. You must be patient. And you must understand that what's for you is not going to walk away from you. It's going to come back to you if it's for you. And you don't have to propose to a man. A matter of fact, some marriages and some love, it'd be so smooth and flowing that you just one day, you just wake up, hell, I got married. What I even thinking about? And that takes me back to when I got married. Propose, I didn't even get proposed to. I just recently asked my husband, I said, you know, you didn't ask to marry me. And that's the flow of things. Things are supposed to flow together and you, you don't complicate them. Because the river flows and life flows and love flows. So my husband never asked to marry me. One day we were out at the mall and he just we just went into a, a jewelry store over 30 years ago and he bought me a ring. And I didn't think nothing of it. I said, "Oh, that's nice." And we were probably engaged. That's oh, all, okay. And we ended up getting married eight months later. It might have been sooner than that, but it just—he he knew, and he knew, knew, knew that he wanted me to be his wife, and I knew I wanted him to be my husband. And I didn't think nothing of when we getting married. We just—it just happened. So I believe to let the man, because the man is going to be out there with different women when you're not married, when you're dating. I'm going to dating now. When you're dating, just because he asks you to be his woman does not mean you're the only woman. Maybe not. Because then he may ask the next lady, hey, hey, would you be my girl? Yeah. Then the next one, would you be my lady? Yes. Then the next one, would you be my boo? Yes. And the next one, would you be my bae? Yes. So he got all these yeses from all these ladies. And you're thinking he's committed to you. I believe during the time of being single... That's your time to get you together. That's your time to get your foundation set. That's your time to know what you're going to accept and what you're not going to accept. And hopefully you're not going to accept an adulterer. This is your time to get you together. Because if he's already asked five women while you're dating to be his girl, lady, lover, that don't mean that he's committed to you. He's trying to figure out what the hell he wants in life. I don't know what I want. But then when he decides what he wants, because he has to experience different women to understand how he like his soup, hot or cold. And then he'll come back to the one maybe he asks to be my girl. Will you be my girl? Then he will come back and ask, will you be my wife? Because I know you're the right woman for me And up until then He won't know until he Experience the spices of life So as being Single and dating I would not Push a man into a commitment The only commitment that I would be committed to at that time Would be with God Because God will guide your Path And put that earthly soulmate in your lane so that you can meet up because you wouldn't know the difference. While the man with the lady, the woman, the partner, the babe, the boo, still fooling around. Because of a adulterer or a polluter, you spend your time preparing your mind to expect and accept something better for you in life, And now the question comes, how to get over a cheater? Will we ever be over being cheated on? And my thing is, um, number one, I believe that you must decide if it's worth the pain to continue living in a polluted environment filled with corruption. And is it worth your time trying to figure it out? And does it lower your self-esteem? And who's pointing the fingers? You're probably blaming yourself and not blaming him or her. You feel embarrassed. You're feeling as though you can make him or her change. And I'm sure when you first married, you thought you could change the person, but you can't. Those are things to think about. And number two, ask yourself, was this really the first time in your marriage he or she cheated? And if so, why did you decide to stay? Was it because of the benefits, shelter, trips, finances, being wind and dying? Those answers are very relevant to the solution that you seek. Number three, it is time to take a flight back to your beginning and to assess your foundation to see if the man or woman you said I do to align with your principles and values. And if you don't have a foundation built, it's time to start preparation right now for your season to change. And you also have to understand what was the main factor that influenced the relationship. You'll be surprised if you take that flight back and relax and really meditate on the beginning of your relationship. You'll see some things that you ignored and you'll find the answer why. Was it his height? Because as you age, you shrink. Was it her derriere? Because that's either going to get bigger and flatter. So you must, res- you must decide what you want to do. If you want to remain in a marriage and um, be defiled, be disrespected, and be hurt, Because the whole body hurts. When you stomp the toe, the whole body aches. So that means you're hurting yourself, you're hurting your family, your job that you go to. The people are hurt because they hate seeing you come to work because you're depressing. So you really have to take the time to take that flight back and reevaluate what you want. Do you want to live in pain? Do you want to live in a polluted environment? Or do you want love? And do you want to learn how to love? And do you want to know what real love is? And there are many ways to find the answers, but the best kept secret is inside of you. Is this adding value or does it diminish your self-worth? Is the answer to start the question to start with? And to go deep down and dirty to find the answers. God bless you. I would like to offer my 30-minute love chat so we can start preparing you for your season, for your true earthly soulmate that's coming. So that you know to prepare, you're going to expect something to happen. And when it happens, you're going to accept it because you will be new by design. And remember, love is God's gift and protection, downloaded as a guide to alert us when to change. As always, peace, hope, joy, and love.